Mission Critical Conversations. Here is your host, Israel Roldan. All right, so welcome to this uh, bonus episode of Mission Critical Conversations from Sugar Phillies. I'm Israel Roldan. And I am Michael Dwan. And today we have a small recap of everything that happened at reInvent last week. Uh, Michael is here. He, you, you were here. You were at the event. Yeah, you, no, I was actually in Las Vegas. So we're yeah. we're finally able to do proper conversations yes, while looking at each other. Yeah, welcome back to the studio. Actually, thank you. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy. Fifty thousand people. 18, 14 at the hotels. How much hotels were um, there? All the hotels. Yeah, you're probably... Yeah, it was... At, so the, the funny thing is that we, we took over Vegas, or yeah. at least that's how it felt. And then talking to one of the cab drivers, he's like, oh, no, 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 we have much bigger events. What? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it was insane. Uh, the, the scale of things and how well it was organized. Because what you have to realize, AWS or Amazon did a really good job of... They put some uh, someone at almost literally every street corner yeah. so uh, looking around for more than a couple of seconds wondering where you were or where you needed to be someone would be like can i help you wow so <laughs> it was no it was, it was pr- really amazing really they did a really good job in crowd control uh i didn't actually use any of the uh, buses because mm-hmm. i walked quite a bit mm-hmm. uh because i i actually planned my sessions uh around Within the, uh, the distance, logistics yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, it was it was great. Uh, it was an amazing event, uh, both in scale and in news, and I quite like Las Vegas as well. But yeah. uh, no, it was a great event. I, I very much uh, so enjoyed going there. You probably followed. Uh, so, were you at reInvent 2017? No, this no. was my first reInvent. But you probably followed some of the announcements or something yes, around. Yes, I right? followed the uh, the live stream uh, yeah. uh, on YouTube. And you probably also had like expectations from the, for uh, 2018. Yes. So how did they match, actually? What, what um, were you expecting from 2018? So the, the thing is, I had high expectations, but not very specific expectations. Oh. I just thought it was going to be spectacular. Mm-hmm. And no, no, those, those were met and exceeded. <laughs> um, I expected some announcements with regards to machine learning. Yeah. Well, that was definitely a that hit. Was definitely uh, I expected some announcements uh, with regards to IoT. Uh, uh, some... Um, not as uh, revolutionary as I had uh, expected, but mm-hmm. still, I did a, a number of boot camps. So the actual keynotes, they didn't really announce any new spectacular services, uh, but the boot camps I did during reInvent, those mm-hmm. were absolutely great, and they really helped me in, in um, uh, yeah, m- understanding the whole service and their mindset around it better. Yeah. Uh, and of course, there were a, a number of announcements uh, with regards to serverless, and that's that's yeah, also that's something. Also very cool. So you know, two out of three—that's not bad. Awesome. Uh, so what I've heard from people that was following Re- reInvent from uh, 2017 is that they were primarily expecting things around machine learning and AI. That's that's what I hear a lot from yeah. like last year. Um, so should we dive perhaps into some of the announcements that came there? Because I know that I have some here in my list that that took place, so like. But maybe you have some also something that happened there. But we have like the ML marketplace, like the machine learning algorithm marketplace, like took a prominent stage into yep. like what the community can buy, uh, can build with it. Uh, SageMaker Ground Truth was also like a very very good one. Yep. Uh, the inferential chip, man. Yep. Now they're also building their own well, chips so as well. So the, the, the funny thing is, so what you're seeing is that um, so AWS might not be. Um, 
the best in AI or machine learning. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's um, usually like Google's. No, like, yeah, no, seriously, it, it really right? is. Yeah. Uh, Google is is really really good in that field. Yeah, uh, but AWS is is uh, democratizing it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're making it a lot easier for people. They're lowering the bar for people to work with it. Yeah, uh, what you're seeing is that that. Um, they're building on top of that. So something like uh, Forecast and mm -hmm. uh, Personalize, yeah. they're all built on top of SageMaker. So they're really, they're making it easier. You know, the Marketplace is another good example. They're making it easier for people to work with it and to use it as a service. Mm -hmm. So they might not be the absolute best, uh, but uh, they will be, uh, they are going to be the service that is used most simply because it's so easy to use for everyone. But also they, they are really like, enabling the best because yeah google created tensorflow for yeah, instance correct 85 percent of tensorflow workloads are running i AWS. was just gonna say that yeah so, correct yeah so so google is leading the pack yeah and i don't think that's going to change anytime soon mm -hmm. because that's their uh, you know point of view but um yeah aws does an excellent job of, of enabling yeah that was that was really really good so another set of announcements that i have here in my list is uh, yeah where everything about around and i think i don't know how how many people was were expecting this? All the announcements around hybrid cloud, like yeah, led of course with uh, AWS Outposts. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I to be honest, I uh, I understand that for some people that will be that's something they really waited for. Mm -hmm. uh, for me personally, uh, to put it blunt, I couldn't care less. <laughs> All right, and why is that? Uh, you know, you're, you're, either you're, go all in or yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be very relevant for mm -hmm. our clients mm -hmm. because either you go all in yeah uh, because we we foolish we fully manage their their environment anyway yeah so either you can go to AWS at which point we're going to see how we can do that mm -hmm. and and how we can um, move them into the the next era of computing making it cloud native uh, or you can't go into AWS mm -hmm. um, but for us, as Schubert Phyllis, I don't think there's a lot of use cases for Outpost because that would just be, you know, we want Something to sort of do some... a lift or shift, but we're not sure. <laughs> so I don't think there's going to be a, a lot of use cases for us specifically. I, I could be wrong, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, you know, that's that has that happened happens. before. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I don't think, it, it, for me personally, it's like, yeah, it's cool that you did it. There's probably a lot of people waiting for it i just yeah. read an article this morning about that that's like oh but um yeah well the thing is that a lot of uh, the the other cloud vendors are also taking this route so we have azure stack offering the same thing you have uh, ibm cloud at the customer i think that's the, the name or oracle cloud at the customer um but yeah aws is now entering this this stage as well yeah and I've heard some some reactions around it, so I, I see what you mean for sure. But yeah, we just don't know yet, probably. No, so but it, it still very much evolves around classical infrastructure. Yeah, there's still a, a, a need for that. Apparently, uh, that's fine because it, it's great to to look at you know cloud native and serverless. We also have to realize that um, a lot of our clients are nowhere near ready. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's fine, but f f for us, I don't think there's a there's a use case for Outpost. Cool. Uh, what about databases? Because that was also like there were a lot of database related announcements, especially around uh, like just in order to cover all the buzzword bingo. There were a lot of uh, 
blockchain analysis. Yeah, so uh, blockchain. Quantum so ledger. Yes. Uh, the funny thing about the blockchain announcement is that I think um, how to say this without sounding too, uh, too uh, Captain Doom. Uh, <laughs> I think they're trying to, they probably killed cryptocurrency. Uh, or they're going to kill cryptocurrency. Well, because Bitcoin took a really big dive in the past couple of days, right? <laughs> yes. Because but the, so the thing is, cryptocurrency has been trying to um, be a solution mm -hmm. for a problem, very forcefully trying to be a solution for a problem. And what uh, what Amazon is now doing is saying, "Hey, what are you actually trying to solve?" And there's two specific use cases that you're trying to solve. Okay, let us create the tooling for those specific use cases. You don't need to go about hassling with with bitcoin or ethereum it supports ethereum by the way but uh, you know this is how we do it yeah. you can use us and none of that crypto because in the end cryptocurrency is a, it's it's a bit of a weird it's a bit weird yeah you know it's it's also, it's but yeah no i think they're 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 um um yeah they're taking away a lot of the challenges there mm -hmm. and a lot of the uh, uh suggested solutions and you know in in my opinion it's also like legitimizing like this movement to include blockchain in several things because yeah. you see it going around a lot of, of new projects are like just trying to use blockchain for the sake of it yeah and that also introduces a lot of problems sometimes so maybe with quantum ledger you can say well this is like an alternative way of approaching this problem right yeah yeah you're actually approaching the uh, solution based on the problem you have yeah, exactly. and not, hey, we have a solution here. Yeah. What, what problem can, can we, we solve? Yeah. No, it's more, okay, we have an actual problem here. Oh, brilliant. This is the solution. So, so uh, yeah, I quite like what they did there. So what do you think about time stream? Because that's also like... A, a yeah, that was another so it's yeah. another one I quite like. So there were, yeah, there was, uh, so there was um, a bit one, more one other announcement I quite like was the uh, the DynamoDB, dynamic yeah. scaling. On demand. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's still going to be more cost efficient to mm -hmm. do, uh, but um, no, I quite like the uh, the time stream because that's like uh, a time streams database. So a lot of our, if you look internally mm -hmm. uh, with us, but I think a lot of other companies, there's, there's quite a number of, of time series databases yeah. that you can now host in Amazon. Yeah. Now, I've not seen the pricing yet. So mm -hmm. I don't know how cost efficient it will be mm -hmm. compared to uh, to running your own. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just another thing where you no longer have to worry about uh, the back end, where yeah. you no longer have to worry about the uh, the tooling. You can just use it and that's it. Yeah, that's that's so nice. I, when I saw that, I was like, there are so many uh, SaaS software service companies that are just going to be very worried about this because probably that was their business model, yeah. right? Uh, they were, so they were already sort of joking uh, during the keynote. Um, I'm not sure who said it, but like, you know, okay, they're going to put chains on the door and then, <laughs> and then tell people, okay, all of your services are now in AWS, just give up and walk away. <laughs> and that's, that's how it works. You know, I, I think as a, uh, as a, uh, someone in that ecosystem, uh, you're always going to be worried mm -hmm. that AWS announces something that makes you irrelevant yeah. like, like that. that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, of, on the other hand, uh, the funny thing there is that as long as you know how to offer that added value, uh, it's not going to make you irrelevant, but you know, you're going to have to make sure that you keep on adding value. So they're, they're keeping you on your toes. Very, very well said, actually. Uh, these are some announcements on the consumer side, but the first two days were also very focused on partners and like yes. the Amazon partner network. So the AWS partner network. So, um, there, there was the announcement about uh, the new tracks 
for partners. Like it's paths or uh, what's that? Tracks. No. APN. Uh, the uh, the partner network. Trails. Uh, no. So I have to be honest. I yeah. didn't actually go to the uh, Global Partner Summit keynote because mm -hmm. I had a I had a, a workshop. workshop. Ah, no worries. So I missed that. I can feel you in there. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. There, there was this announcement that essentially now as a partner, you're also able to follow like a specialization track. So we have now uh, DevOps partners and IoT partners. Yeah. And um, yeah, but that that was already that was already the case, right? I mean, but there's new tracks now. There's understand. new tracks and like okay. more focused on like bringing you all the tools and all the knowledge needed in order to like really specialize into that. Okay, cool. And they they even added like so the IoT one for instance we have in episode number three of this yeah. podcast yeah IoT 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 yes uh, <laughs> we we talked about IoT and we also mentioned like these tracks so it's uh, I think it's also really really relevant as partners to keep up up to date with uh, all the announcements from AWS because it's not only something that you need to take in consideration if you are a SaaS company but also if you are a partner. Yep. There are a lot of things that you need to be learning and, and seeing where can you better provide value for the customer. Yeah, but I, mean, I mean, that's that's actually uh, part of the reasons why customers pay us. Because yeah. uh, this is our bread and butter. This is what we do. And, uh, you know, we have a hard enough time keeping up. Um, but that's fine. That's our job. Yeah. But as a customer, no way uh, you're going to be able to keep up. I mean, yeah. we have... Next to running your about two hundred, two hundred fifty engineers, all uh, very eager to to do this. Um, but yeah, if you don't, uh, mm -hmm. it's going to be nearly impossible to keep up. And we're not just talking about AWS. Of course, that's just been reinvent. But we're not just talking about AWS. There, there's also the uh, the uh, Google Compute Cloud, and and uh, there's Azure. So you're going to have to keep up with all three of them, and always see you know which one is best where. Uh, what's the use case and within those uh, ecosystems? So, which service uh, should I use for this? And that for you your know, that's, that's what business I, needs as well. Yeah, right? exactly. That mm -hmm. that's and that's what our customers pay us for. Uh, so we are actually going to be continuing this mission critical conversations podcast uh, moving forward. This was, of course, a limited run series on on AWS reInvent 2018. Wait, wait, you're telling me I can't go to Vegas again soon? No, you for of course you can. If yeah, you I just have to pay for it myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, that was actually going to be one of my questions. So, uh, you are a, a, a co-host of this podcast, so but what do you want to hear in this kind of of what do you what are your plans for mission critical conversations if, if we're going to be making more more episodes about like um, so, um, so for now, we focused quite a bit on AWS, yes. which sort of makes sense. We've had reInvent. Uh, I'm AWS certified. Uh, I mean, I'm personally, I'm, I'm focused quite a bit on AWS, of course. Um, but you know, that's not the whole ecosystem. There's Google. There's Azure. Um, there's there's some other uh, parties. So, uh, but yeah, what we're going to do, uh, uh, focus more on the whole ecosystem. Yeah. Um, of that's course, right. uh, AWS. Uh, uh, this isn't the only time and place where they announce stuff, mm -hmm. uh, so we can keep on focusing uh, on the new announcements. Uh, yeah. You know, how do services work out? Because for now, some of the services that have been announced, uh, they went live, but they're sort of 
have Pretty a meta little, state. Yeah. Uh, something like lake formation, for example, which mm -hmm. will be very interesting for us. I'm really curious to see how that works out, how usable it is. Is it usable for our clients? So I can imagine that in one of the next podcasts, after, after we've used it, we can actually interview one of our colleagues, or maybe I'm the one that used it, and see how well that worked out in the end. Uh, and, and we can do the same for other clouds. So it sounds like we're already preparing some interesting episodes for our listeners. Oh, yeah. You know, honestly, I can talk forever. <laughs> so, you know, if, if you just let me talk, we have enough episodes for the coming 10 years. All right. So you heard it here. Subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> if you want to keep on listening to me forever. <laughs> All right. Um, so what are your expectations for uh, reInvent 2019? It's a bit, of course, we are just, you just landed, actually. <laughs> Almost so. I, I honestly, I, I honestly don't know yet. Yeah. So first of all, I'm not even sure if I'm allowed, uh, if we can go, um, because well, you have to keep it fair. You know, I, I was, I was there this year, so maybe it's fair to let other colleagues go as well. Um, but yeah, what are we gonna see? I really don't know yet. It's it, it, reinvent 2018 is so fresh. Yeah. Uh, and you know, a lot of the things that I expected sort of panned out, and okay, we're seeing a lot of machine learning. I, I really don't know yet. Um, it, it really depends on uh, how well the services that they announce are going to crystallize and what we're going to see in the next couple of months. Yeah, um, definitely. It, 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 honestly, uh, um, so the services in itself are mostly an evolution. Uh, so you mm -hmm. know, if I really do have to make a guess, it's going to be more machine learning, more serverless, I think they're going to offer more and more of their services yeah. as serverless. So mm -hmm. you'll have to think less and less about how you build something. You can just focus on building. How to use um, it. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, so may maybe even with machine learning, you're going to see uh, uh, it's going to get easier and easier. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's hard to say. No, know. definitely. Definitely. So... I think that's going to be a wrap-up for this recap episode, unless you have something else you want to bring up. I really wouldn't know what. Thank you very much again, Michael, for uh, being here and for actually sharing your experience during the whole reInvent week. Yeah, it was, it was uh, awesome. It was a great week. It was great doing so. Likewise. Um, so, well, for listeners out there, don't forget to subscribe because we're going to, come in, we're going to be coming back with the podcast uh, sometime in 2019. Stay tuned. Probably we'll have a couple of episodes before that. So just subscribe so that you get a notification whenever they are published. Yeah, so like a surprise, uh, surprise. Uh, hey, it's yeah. Michael again. It's Michael again. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to keep an eye on our SoundCloud page and missioncritical.fm, where Michael is going to be also sharing some comments probably or doing cool. some yeah, we'll cool see. stuff there. Uh, thank you once again. You're very welcome. I'm from Schubert Phillies. I'm Israel Rodin. I'm Michael Dwan. And this was Mission Critical Conversations. Bye for now. This is 100% by Schubert Phyllis.